I'm Health Coach Heather, and you are listening to episode 97, How to Run Weekly Family Councils. listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast hosted by Health Coach Heather, master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. Hang out with me each week to learn practical coaching tips, parenting advice, nutrition and exercise suggestions, and stress reducers to apply to your mental and physical well-being. Come listen to all the Healthy Families Row podcast episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy the show. Hello, my friends. How are you doing today? This is going to be a really awesome episode. I'm going to be talking to you about family council. Are you having family council? Is it happening weekly? It really does make a huge difference in the dynamic of your family and what you expect your family to do to help you out as the parent in order for there to be a little bit more harmony in the home. So that's why family council makes its way up to really number one on my list of what to teach families to do first in order to have more harmony in the home. Before we get to that, got some exciting news. Yes, my birthday's coming up. When you're listening to this episode, my birthday will be tomorrow. If you're listening to it on the day it airs, which is Saturday, my birthday's on Sunday, the 21st. I don't mind telling people that it's my birthday. I know people think it's not classy to tell people that it's your birthday. I really don't fit into that category. I have to tell people that it's my birthday because I'm excited always. I don't care how old I'm turning, but this year especially, you guys, I'm going to be the big Four, zero, 40. That's over the hill. This means that I've been climbing, 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 climbing. I made it to the top. Now I'm heading down the hill. What does down the hill look like? Now, in terms of a funny little joke about over the hill, going down the hill means, well, now you're probably going to die soon because you're getting old. <laughs> Not me. I teach a Healthy Families Rule podcast. So unless God needs me to go and some traumatic event happens and I go, I'm not leaving. I don't plan on getting sick. I don't plan on anything happening to me with my health because I'm going to do the best I can to help my body to function at its optimal. So what do I kind of expect the next 40 years of my life to look like until I'm 80? I am just picturing my 40s to be my best years yet. You guys, it's been an incredible journey. It has been an amazing ride. I have loved, I have laughed, I have lived, but it's been a struggle. You know what I'm talking about, all you young families who have husbands in school still and you're raising babies on a dime and just trying to figure out how to make ends meet and you know how to live your best life not knowing exactly what that's supposed to look like, trying to figure it all out. What do you want to do for work? What do you want your business to look like if you're growing a business? There's so much 
brain energy that's gone into the first 40 years of my life. And I know I'm going to just keep creating more and doing more, but I'm hoping and expecting it to come because of the wisdom I've gained to come more smoothly, more flawlessly, that I can deliver it in a way that feels more smooth instead of rough. Does that make sense? So I'm really looking forward to my 40s and my 50s for that matter. Kids are getting older, they're independent. It's just a matter of getting through those teenage years, getting them off doing what they need to do to accomplish their best life. So I am looking forward to it and learning some more life coaching skills to teach them and myself as we go through the hard stuff. But on with the show. On with the show. Okay. Family counsel. What is it? And I want to do this topic justice because this is really a key thing that has held my family together when it's been tough. Um, when I just thought, what am I doing? I'm a terrible parent and I, my kids don't be, they don't behave. They don't listen to me. What's going on? Family council, you guys, has brought it all for full circle and has helped me to run a smoother household with everybody knowing the expectations that are in my head and the expectations that are in their heads for me to understand. It's brought the level of communication between me and the family members up a notch, like 10 notches. So that's why I got to share family counsel with you. I first heard about holding these family councils from Elder Ballard. He is um, a member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the Church that I attend. And he brought this topic up in a conference to the church, a worldwide conference about holding these family councils in addition to maybe your family night, game night, or whatever else you're doing to bond your family. A lot of you guys don't even have that going. And we've got to figure out some way to unite and bond the family. And I believe, like, of course, prayer, scripture study, all so important, but for some reason, the family council has done the most good. I'm, I'm not kidding. And I don't want to like downplay the scriptures and prayer. But I want to tell you that the family council in my family has been like the best thing that we've ever done. Let me just tell you what it looks like. Family council is typically about 30 minutes to an hour long, depending on what you need covered. Family counsel is something that you might want to talk to your children and husband about before. Get them on board first and say, hey, I think we should have weekly family councils. Here's exactly what it looks like. This is going to help us all communicate better for the week so that we have a smoother week as we live together in this space and we can understand each other's expectations and we can talk about what needs to get done. We hold our family home evening on Sunday nights at 6.30 p.m. This can be hosted on any night of the week that you feel like all the children are home or you and your maybe it's just you and your husband. And that's good to have family counsel for that too. It can be more spiritual. It doesn't have to be. Um, some people will host a, their family councils and they'll start off with a prayer. They'll start off with a scripture. We've done that. We don't always do that. Um, sometimes it happens at the dinner table 
And that's okay too. And we all just sit there for an extra half hour to an hour and we talk. And that's a great way to do it too. But I like to have it, if I'm being real honest with you, my favorite way is to do it more formally in the living room where we're not busily eating or have our plates in front of us, but we get comfortable on the couch or on the floor or whatever. We might have a notepad in our hand. I typically like to have the whiteboard up and um, I'm, I'm taking notes. But before family council happens on that day, this is a very important thing that I believe has helped enhance our family councils. We have skipped family councils in the past because me as the mom, I wasn't doing my part to recall or remember the topics that we needed to discuss for the week on Sunday night. So when I'm on my game, when I'm at my best, and that's not every single week, I'm actually coming to my whiteboard and I have half of the whiteboard that says family council topics. Now, anything I see during the week, starting on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the whole week, anything I see that's kind of an, uh, an annoyance or causing a problem, maybe there's excess fighting over something, maybe a child's giving me a hard time over something, I write it on the whiteboard so we can discuss it as a family at family council. Now, this isn't just about shaming and hurting people for what they're doing wrong during the week. That's not what family council is about. Typically, you get to family council and you say, okay, guys, what went well during our week? What did we do well? What are we proud of? Who did we serve? What kinds of awesome things did we do that you can be really happy that you did? What fun things did you do? What was fun and exciting? We might write all those things down. And there's a lot of them because a lot of good happens during the week. After that, I might say, okay, guys, where do you think we can improve? And then, of course, people chime in. They discuss what areas they think they need to improve or someone else needs to improve. And we talk about that. This is where I bring in my list for the week. And I say, okay, here's the areas where I think we need to spend a little time so everyone's on the same page. So the first one, I'll just go over what we talked about this week. I said, okay, our morning routine. Our morning routine's not working well because I'm trying to wake you guys up at 6.30 a.m., but I don't see you till 7.10 in the morning for some reason, and I can't keep going in there and waking you up. And now we have to leave at 7.20 and you haven't done your hair or eaten breakfast. We have to address the morning routine. So if we need to be out the door by 7.20, we need a 10-minute buffer. So you need to have had your breakfast eaten and your hair done and your clothes on and you look sharp and your homework, everything put together by 7.10. You have to. So if you're going to shower or bathe, you've got to be up and you've got to have gotten that done. So what do we need to do to make that happen? So now we need a plan of action to make that happen. I've told them, but they don't know how to make that happen still. So do we need to set timers? Do I need to get everyone a little timer, like a magnetic one we put on the fridge, get them each their own or, or just have one and set a timer every 10 minutes and that's going to go off and I'm going to keep saying, hey, 20 minutes to go, 15 minutes, 10 minutes. Like, does it have to be that annoying? <laughs> Some people might need those reminders. That is one way. 
Another way we that we could make this happen is if you're not ready by 7.20, you walk to school. And that's going to be a three to four mile walk one way. So you you are going to walk to school. I will not be taking you at 7.20. That will not be fun for you. So that's another way. We get to kind of pick the way. We give our kids options, you see. We could make lunches at night the night before. And so that's taking up less of my time. So I can kind of help you guys along. But my kids are old enough now that they should be ready by 7.10. So this is the expectation. Now they understand the expectation is 7.10. I need to be in the living room having had my teeth brushed, hair done. I've already eaten breakfast. Everything looks good. I'm ready to go 7.10. That gives us a 10 minute buffer. If somebody wants to quickly turn on the TV and watch something or check something online, like that's a 10 minute buffer. You're ready to go, but you've maybe picked up your room and everything looks good. Okay. So that was our first topic. Another issue we had in, the, in our home was the chargers were going missing. I This is little stuff, right? So this is stuff you just notice going on in your home. You write it down, you talk about it. So we said, hey guys, there's two to three spots where the charging stations are. Let's not move them from those stations because the chargers go missing. And then I had to buy more chargers and then the cords go missing and I got to go buy, buy more cords. So that was a quick one. We knocked that one out. They understand electronic time. We have to set a timer. We've decided in my family for homework and then a timer for playtime because they'll get on their electronics. They'll have been on their 30 minutes and they'll go longer and they've been playing games. And then I say, time's up. And they say, no, we were just doing our homework. So we need understand that we need them to understand that it's really the amount of time you're in front of a screen is when we start the timer. So you've got 20 minutes to get your homework done. And if it needs to go longer, you let me know. And then we're going to set a timer, 30 minutes for your um, playtime with your friends on your games. Okay. So there needs to be two timers set because electronic time for me doesn't work when I see my kids on the screens for hours. That, that doesn't fly with me. Okay. Um, then we had some lunch balance issues we had to work through with the school lunches and things like that for Fridays when my son gets lunch. We had to talk about how we were gonna handle the lunch money for that day and the extra fees that come with um, paying online and things like that. So that, that was something that was small. Extra chores, like in addition to their zones and their chores, they should come and ask me what extra chores do you have, mom? Do you have anything extra I can do before I get on my electronics? So we talked about that. We talked about having more consistent family home evening night or come follow me. It's a program that we do as a family um, during the week. So we need to get more consistent with that. So we decided that Monday night for sure is going to be like our family home evening night. Sunday night's our family council. Um, family home evening night might be we play a card game together and have just a spiritual discussion. Something that lasts maybe, again, 45 minutes and then it's your kids just need that armor. They need that extra boost to get them through their week because it's tough times out there. And right now, more than ever, we need to be the ones to bring it home. Like in our home, they need to feel love. They need to feel the spirit. They need to feel safe. And we need to have more family time. And that's just what I'm seeing happen that needs to happen. 
All right, I don't know about your your house, but jackets and backpacks and shoes never make it to the hooks or wherever I have assigned. So this is something that might have to come up at family council every single week. So if my kids come home and they just drop their backpacks on the floor and their shoes on the floor and their jackets, uh, that's going to come up again at the next family council because I'm not going to consistently remind them throughout the week, but I will keep telling them at family council that this is a problem still, this is an issue. And if it becomes something I have to repeat over and over again, now we got to enforce a consequence. Okay. It might be less electronic time. You got to find their currency, start taking a little bit of that away. Okay. And then we had this thing come out this week where we, were, we went and did flags for Veterans Day, part of our community service is to put flags up in people's yards. Um, we have to wake up early to do that. 5.30. We have to be ready at 5 to 6 p.m. to take them down. My child was giving me a hard time. Didn't want to do that. So it's a matter of just saying, I understand. I get it. Don't want you to give me a hard time. This is a piece of service that we do as for the, for the community to help honor our country. And whatever it is you do to serve others, you know, you have to really help kids because they're going to whine and complain and teach them that I don't want you to give me a hard time over doing service. We do service and it's not every single day like this. We do service in so many ways, but not like this. And this is kind of just eight times a year. And so I need you to be okay with that. But let's maybe have a fun breakfast on the mornings we have to get up early and do flags on your day off. (laughs) Okay, and then of course, I don't know about you guys, but in my home, it was the clean clothes that had just been folded even. They weren't even dirty. The towels too from the bathroom, they're being thrown back into the laundry. They, they, they can be used again. All of this stuff can be used over and over again. And so these are things we like to discuss at family council. So maybe you've got some of these issues going on in your home too, and this is helpful for you to see how we run it. Now, during this time of talking about things, we realized that Jojo, our youngest, said she would like an alarm clock to help her and she needs a new pair of headphones for school. But we don't know this stuff unless we get together and we really discuss kind of what the needs are of our children. Do you need, what clothes do you need? What, what are you growing out of? What's happening? Like what, how can we support you as parents so that you have your needs met too? And then of course, we made a list of Guys, we don't want you going straight from playing computer to watching TV. This happens a lot in my house, like it's one screen to another screen. And so we made a list of here's what you do in between some screens. We get more homework done that's not on a screen. We read books. We want you to exercise. That means you can go ride your bike, you can run around the block, but we have some weights in our garage, you go lift some weights. You help cook dinner. You do your music practice. My son's starting piano today, so that will be what he will do. Um, And you do something spiritual. Go read something spiritual, like your scriptures, to uplift you. And then work on your relationships. Like there's so many things you can do. There's art. There is um, all kinds of craft stuff that we have around here. But mostly my kids like to sit around, right? Like most kids do, because that's what the brain likes to do. You got to get them out. You kind of have to push it, get them out, jumping on the tramp, doing other things. Another thing you can bring up at family home evening that I think is a good idea is to discuss meals for the week. Ask people, ask the members of your family, what meals do you enjoy eating that I can cook for you this week? What are some crock pot meals that we can put in first thing in the morning and then they're done? Like that's easy on me too. 
And then you start getting ideas from your family about what they like to eat and how they like to eat and how you can make that healthier or whatever. And then you have a menu that you plan for the week around what everyone's saying in the family council. Maybe you have a go-to list of like your family's top five favorite things that you make them and you rotate through those every, every month or every two months. You just start ro- rotating through some of those. All right, so that is family council. You can finish with a prayer. We always finish with a prayer and then dismiss everybody. They go their own way, whatever it is. And that's then it's done and it's it's been talked about. So then what you can do is just keep your list up of for the week of kind of what you guys have discussed. So it's there. People are working on the things. And uh, then you can probably erase it maybe Friday, Saturday, and then you're ready to go Sunday. But hopefully throughout the week, you have maybe a separate piece of paper where you're writing down, again, things you're seeing that aren't going well. I'll tell you, we are on Tuesday. I haven't seen anything go wrong since this family council. And usually there's several things in a day, but I haven't seen anything. And so this tells me that this does for sure work. And if we stay on top of it, we can have better communication and expectations. So even with my spouse, telling him that my mornings are hard when I'm doing it all alone, if you could just wake up at 6.30 and just kind of help me help kids get ready, just maybe even one or two days a week is all, like don't make him do it every day of the week. But, you know, just, just express your needs and tell people kind of what your needs are and what how this could help you out. Typically, when people understand what the needs are of another person, we're happy to jump in and help. It's not usually that way with family members. We get comfortable enough where we don't feel like we're happy <laughs> to help. But it's still okay. And I want you to know it's okay, mom or dad, who's ever listening, to make your needs known. Express your needs publicly to your kids and to your spouse and say, look, I love you so much. You're awesome. This this is what could really, really help me out though. I, I love waking up to a clean home. And if at night we could all like take areas and switch off areas, like two people take the kitchen one night, two people take it the next night, just so I can wake up to a clean kitchen. It helps me to get lunches ready and breakfast ready a lot quicker the next morning. You've got to express your needs. And so when these things are being talked about, it's, and you stay on top of these topics, everyone starts to really pitch in and understand how the house is ran. If you don't know how you want your house ran, it's going to be chaotic, like all the time. So that's why family council is super important. Okay, that I think is going to do it for our family council topic. This is how we create strong warrior kids. We we give them structure. We, we give them expectations, but we don't attach our feelings to them doing it or not doing it. Okay. We need to understand too, as parents, they're going to whine and complain. They're not going to want to do it. And we don't mirror or match their poor behavior. We just understand that of course they're doing this. They're eight years old. They're 10, they're 13, they're 50, whatever age they are. Of course they're behaving this way. We understand that. And we don't need to behave that way towards them. And we don't need to make it mean that they don't love us when they're mean or rude or don't want to do things. We don't attach the way we're going to feel to them doing the things or not doing the things. We need to detach 
all of that and just show up as our best and show up as, okay, well, let's just continue to talk about it and see if it can get better. And if I need to enforce a consequence, then I'm going to have to do that. And I'm going to do that not in a way where I'm yelling and angry, just going to do it. It's just got to happen. And you're going to be angry and that's going to hurt a little bit, but I'm not going to be angry. Let's show up that way as parents, but let's be consistent with our family councils, our family home evenings, um, having fun with the kids, because this is going to be a little, little bit more of a serious um, time of the week where we discuss these things. We can discuss vacations too. This is a fun time to discuss, hey, what vacations would you like to go on next year and this year? What sounds fun? What can we save up for? What fun restaurants would you like to eat, at, eat out at once a month? Let's go somewhere fun. Everyone pick their favorite place and then we'll go to that person's place um, on, on a specific date. Like make it fun, add some fun to this, but it is gonna be a little bit more of a serious thing. So that's why the family home evening's awesome. The, the next night or a couple nights away from that where you can sit down and play a card game together and something that your kids really like to play or do, you get into their more of their state, more of their way of being and you have a spiritual discussion, you play a game, you might have a little treat, and then you're done. Okay, that is really the best ways I can tell you to strengthen your family and raise healthier, happier, stronger kids who become leaders in our community. These kids are gonna lead the way and we need to help them to be strong. We, they are already, too many are coming from homes that um, have mental health issues. They're not putting in the time with their kids to even um, love them and help them and nurture them, but rather kids are being raised by devices and raised by society and what they see on TV and the friends and the world. I mean, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Go back and listen to that episode. That was a really good episode. Uh, but for now, I'm going to leave you with the family council and I want you guys to try it this week. Tell me how it goes. You can email me at yourhealthcoacheshere at gmail.com. As always, I love um, coaching. So please, if you need some help with your family coaching or you want to schedule a life coaching session with me, or maybe your child, if you have a child between the ages of eight and 18, uh, I do some sessions for kids as well that can really help them understand their brain a lot better. So I'm going to leave you with that. You guys are amazing. Have a beautiful rest of your week. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Hey, if you enjoy this podcast, you have to come check out my coaching and all I have to offer. Whether you're trying to lose weight, get the kids healthier, overcome hard challenges in your life, or just need some support, I'd love to be your coach. I'm going to help you take all this material I teach here on the podcast and apply it to your life. So come on over to healthcoachheather.com to learn more.